Welcome back to the You Went to Basement, episode 135. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming to you from the armpit of Utah, the You Went to Basin. Just a small step in Newer Land. I would like to introduce my co host, Joshua Dillon. Hello, hello. How have you been? I've been good. Um, a little bit better in the last week. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last few months since March. So mm. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> the weather's changed. It's nicer outside. And how's the summer treating you? Um, yeah. I, I missed out on the first part of summer, but we're here the middle part of summer, so yeah. moving forward. I think I took a little bit of uh the springish summer off and did a little hiatus and just kind of relaxed a little bit and, and yeah. didn't podcast for a few weeks but uh we are here we're still back and we're still live and, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna keep going i do believe i do believe uh and donnie's still out with her achilles marks on to his you went to base in sports and sorts mm-hmm. he's so he's uh knee deep in what he's working on and uh so we're gonna continue on and, and just keep running where we're at so good uh, yeah um, what kind of weather person are you, though? I mean, when it comes down to your your um, fall, spring, summer, winter, what kind of person are you? What 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 suits you? I like seasons without wind. Is that is that oh, fair? Is yeah, that a fair thing yeah. to say? Like I can deal so with cold. deal winter, deep winter, and <laughs> and deep summer. Yeah, I can I can do the hot. I can do the cold. I can do the rainy. Um, I don't know if I can do the wind all that well. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. I, well, cause, I, I mean, like, you can be hot and be like, man, it's hot, you know, like, sit in the car, sit there and sweat, can't get the AC hot enough or cold enough to cool yourself off. But then it's like, you add wind to that mix, and it's like, well, just stay inside. It's miserable. Yeah. Same thing with cold. It's like, oh, we can go ice fishing. You know, it might be negative 20 degrees outside, but, hey, we can have a fun time. And then the wind picks up. You're like, yeah, no more fun time. Let's go home. Yeah, it ruins everything. I mean, your tent and your everything when you're ice fishing. Yeah. And we have to get off the legs. It's got white caps on the <laughs> on the legs, and yeah, it sucks. I agree. I, I mean, agree. Um, I'd like the dead of the summer. I think it's the barbecue. It's the it's you get home. It's not dark. Yeah, I like that. Um, like last part of August and the first of September, um, right around when my birthday is. Yeah, you get kind of chilly evenings where you kind of got to put like a light jacket on. Yeah, but like the midday it's still warm enough to go get the slip and slide out you can go to the lake go fishing for the day it knocks down the damn mosquitoes so they're yeah, not so thick I, you get the wasps around that time of year though yeah um, so, so you're right in roosevelt uh, the mosquitoes affecting you as they are like out here in ballard god no we went up to chapita yesterday though and they were miserable really it, yeah the wind picked up which cut them down a little bit and uh so we hit the tree line and fished for a while so we didn't have to sit with the wind but then you get the trade-off with mosquitoes and all that. I yeah. Got, I got bumps on the top of my head where they're coming through the uh, hut. Yeah. I get down <laughs> to that uh, well down on the river, and, man, they eat me alive down on the Green River. Yeah. South O'Reilly is like the worst place in the world, Perriette. I, worst I place. can imagine right now. I, I'll bet you if they went down there and measured it, they'd be like, yep, yep, you live in hell down here when you're here. <laughs> <laughs> welcome it's, welcome it's, to Perriette Wetlands. It's probably comparable to, like, Cairo, Egypt, right on the Nile. Yeah, with how many mosquitoes there are? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of mosquitoes, did you see uh, the over towards Dinosaur the um, Dinosaur National Monument into Colorado? We've been dealing with the Mormon crickets. Yeah, I saw that. Um, seems like they come in waves every what, like five to ten years or something like yeah. that. Have you ever looked at them up close? Um, there was that one camping trip we did up in the Wasatch Mountains for that limited entry hunt. Uh-huh. Um, there was tons of them then. That's that's the one time I really remember them. We just left a skid mark across the road when we went up there. All yeah. <laughs> no, but I heard they're coming over into like the Vernal area. So I wonder if we're going to start seeing them here in the Roosevelt area. Start catching those bastards and putting them on a hook. Maybe you can get some catfish. No shit. Put some catfish on The them. river's starting to go down. It's not as high as it was. So it's uh, the sandbars are starting to recede. Uh-huh. I guess that's the proper terminology to recede the the riverbed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, pretty weird. Pretty weird that uh, our state is founded upon that legend. 
that they came in to eat the crops, and then all at once the, the seagulls, seagulls came, came in. and ate and everything. That's I never I, see seagulls out here eating crickets. No, they're always eating the trash over at Union High. <laughs> yeah, the, the alka-seltzers that people are throwing out. Do not do that at home, Chicken people, nuggets, just so you know. A little disclaimer there. I am not liable for your uh, your bird trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Angel, out there with your pigeon. <laughs> not that he listens. <laughs> yeah, out of all the state birds we could have had, we picked one of the... Tra- you know, Utah, actually, funny thought. Utah has the most um, species of birds out of all of the other... Uh, states in the united states really yeah so utah is actually really famous for bird watching especially the uinta basin um we have a lot of migratory birds and stuff like that in this region i'll be down um, we have like a lot of different owl species and stuff like that yeah we but, got a burrowing owl out in the yeah. oil field but no we're known for the seagull the the one that's probably the most common across the entire west coast you know so <laughs> you ever notice that there's a a difference in seagulls though when you get towards the ocean they get massively big and then here they're just like smaller I don't know if there's a, a difference between them. They'd look the same. I don't know. Are those... So, what we have here is the California seagull. Okay. Is Are those also California seagulls? Or are they different? I don't know. We call them the Utah seagull now. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> like, when we went to, like, LA or something like that, and we were seeing the seagulls in those areas, or, like, even San Francisco, I'm assuming those are the same seagulls, right? Probably. Did they seem any bigger to you? No, not necessarily. But I saw the other day we were up on... Uh, Flaming Gorge, and we had some seagulls fly in. I was like, "Damn, that's a big seagull!" Huh. You know, one that flew over. But uh, and and Grandpa, he's like, "There's some offspray up there," and I was like, "That's not an offspray. <laughs> it's a seagull." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just attracted to larger bodies of water if they're bigger like that. Smaller yeah. ones are, you know, smaller lakes and stuff like that. What about the pelicans, though? Jesus, we, we get some big pelicans, but yeah. not as big as you would see in Mexico, though. I drove past uh, mid. Well, they're all white here. They're not the great. There's different species, I guarantee it. But the pelicans that we're seeing out here, the big white ones. Fair enough. But where do they go in the winter? They're not hanging around. So where are <sighs> they'll, they? Going? They'll stick around until there's not any water left, and then they're gone. Because we'll pull up Midview Reservoir tr- keeps a a hole in the middle. The birds keep it warm enough just to keep the ice off, which is hmm. a scary concept. But it gets down to about a 20-foot circle, and they're all congested in the middle of that sucker, and then all at once, it freezes over in the night. They're gone. Yeah, weird. I'm surprised the Unibasin doesn't have swans. We do. We do, really? Yes. Yeah. There's swans with those pelicans. Really? Yeah. I just never noticed There's a that. tag to actually uh, you yeah, put in for it. Y- you put in the tag, and it only covers the Great Salt Lake. You can't go hunting anywhere else in state. Really? Utah. I haven't looked into it that deep. but uh, I had a coworker sit there and talk my leg off. I looked it up, and I was like, oh, well, I I have no interest in shooting swan. Do you? It's like shooting a... <sighs> Let's see. I don't know. It It's a pretty bird. You know what I mean? It's a pretty bird, but I don't think that... I'm interested in killing one. They eat shit. Yeah, but, but I mean, we like eating catfish, and I mean, I'm sure they're eating yeah, worse the bottom than shit. feeders. Bottom feeders. They eat people probably in hell in the Green River. Yeah. Like, oh, well, there's a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I have no clue. They might be good eating. You'd have to find someone to let you know. I'm not going to go put in for a tag for that. That just seems ridiculous. Not to mention, you have to do it over at Great Salt Lake, so you probably have to deal with that type of people too. True. Migratory migratory birds are almost off my list. <laughs> I like duck. Hunting. I know you don't. The duck is one of my favorite birds. Yeah, but those really aren't migratory birds here. They stay here year round. Hey, some of them, yeah. Some of them. I mean, come fall, we get the great big flocks that come into cornfields and and sit down. But in the summer, you'll see a a, a mallard. Yeah, you'll. It'll be sitting there with a the hand on a canal, floating down. Then, wank, 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 wank. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the antique, antica forma over yeah. in Vernal, which the last uh, episode <clears throat> I had Mark on here, and and we were talking about um, the basin voted on the best places in Vernal to eat, mm-hmm. and I think it took number three. It doesn't surprise me. I've never eaten there. Well. I mean, people out here in the basin kind of keep it close to what they 
normally have, probably eating at home. So I'm like spaghetti pizza. They're probably going to go with that. Now, I'm not saying that Antica Forma is boring by any means because I've actually eaten there. Have you? Yeah. They actually have really nice fresh produce. Um, and this is before I found out I don't eat gluten anymore. But um, took a date out there. We got two uh, margarita pizzas, I want to say. Uh-huh. Um, they use fresh tomatoes and stuff like that, which I'm not a huge fan of tomatoes to begin with. But, I mean, like, the produce was fresh. They use fresh arugula, um, fresh basil. Um, they have that own wood fire grill that's in there. So, I mean, like, okay. it's at 800 degrees. This isn't like your take-and-bake 420 pizza from Papa John's. This is, uh, I mean, All this right. is the real deal. And, I mean, it's a very different type of pizza than we normally get, especially out here in the Unibasin, because we have more of, like, Midwestern-type pizzas, like, Little Caesars. Tostinos. Yeah. Totinos. Pizza Hut. Um, <laughs> Domino's. Those are all like the same type of pizzas that we're used to. In fact, even the smaller places that aren't chain restaurants like Mama Leah's. Um, what's the mountain one that's on Main Street? I wanted to say Mountain West, but that's oh, toilets. It's, um, man, I can't remember the name of it. High Country Pizza. High Country Pizza. They High Country like Pizza. A, we actually had High Country Pizza on the last podcast. Yeah, and I really like High Country Pizza. Yeah. They do a really good gluten-free pizza, but Antica Forma is like the pinnacle. However, what drives me nuts, and I'm sure this drives you nuts too, is that you have a piece of dough, piece of dough some tomato sauce, some fresh you know, ingredients and all of that, maybe some meat on there, uh-huh. and they're charging you like, Thirty dollars for freaking pizza. <laughs> yeah, and would you like breadsticks with that? You're like another piece of pizza, please. Yeah, and I, I could be talking out of my ass because I haven't eaten there in a while. But it, it might be forty five, fifty bucks now. Is like yeah. I I remember like paying like fifteen dollars for a pizza last time I was there. And I like I said their prices might have changed and all that, but it's flour and tomatoes. Yeah, flour and tomatoes. Would you pay thirty dollars for you know a bowl of spaghetti? You know, <laughs> no. No, but uh, told me the noodles were hand rolled and made, you know, in the mountains of the Alps or something. <laughs> These are made on Diamond Mountain, right? With the waters from the pure, clear Matt Warner Lake. Really? Because it tastes like craft. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, pizza is a weird thing because how cheap really it is for what you pay for it. I know, right? So, like the. Ready's fast and ready's is that what it is? Ready and the little Caesars I take and take, take home. And yeah, the fast and ready. I can't remember what they're called. Where you can just pull it right out of the thing. Yeah, it's like okay, it's yeah. like a pepperoni or a cheese pizza. Yeah, for five, it's probably six bucks. Yeah, because we keep going up, but that's reasonable. But because it's like flour, water, sugar, and yeast. Yeah, I mean it's not and whatever secret. Pizza Hut use and, and Papa some, John's. Yeah, and, like some secret ingredient. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's not much put into pizza. I mean, would you spend $30 on a slice of pizza? No. Would you spend $30 on a burger? No. What if I told you that burger was the best burger? Mm, you know what? It tempts me a little bit. I've got to try it, you know. But yeah, then, I know. But, like, but, if you said I had the best piece of pizza and it was $30 for one slice, you'd be like, no, there's no way in hell. But the no. the, the burger... I get whole pizza, mind, yeah, right? whole pizza for six bucks. Yeah, the, and if I told ready. you it was a steak, you'd be all down for it. But I mean, like, what's the difference between <laughs> those three? There's not much. What bugs me is when here, here's the concept with some Italian foods, though. You sit down, you eat, and the first thing you grab is, oh, look, there's some French bread, or there's uh, some sourdough bread, or garlic bread, and then you're eating bread and noodles. <laughs> And pizza sauce. So your bread, bread, and pizza sauce. And anti-acids after. Yeah, and anti-acids. <laughs> uh, but the same concept, breadsticks. I think breadsticks were designed for kids' food. Yeah, I don't know. Because, t- because 90% of the people I sit and watch eat pizza, throw away the crust. Yeah. Why are they throwing away the crust? It's like, it's the outside. It's not like the bund of the bread that's like right. bad. It just doesn't have any sauce on it. So why not use that as your breadstick? I Yeah, I think you're right. I but they throw very, it away and get a breadstick out, and you're like, people are so funny and picky. It seems like a very American thing. Um, Italian food drives me nuts because it's how many different ways can you make pasta, but also make it interesting. But eggs are the same way. 
Yeah, but you don't spend thirty dollars on eggs. Well, you did there for a minute <laughs> when you're going to Denny's and getting your an omelet. It's like a three egg omelet for seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> well, that's the concept, though. An egg goes so many different ways, and then somebody's like, "I don't like scrambled eggs," and you're like, "So, what kind of eggs do you like?" Well, I like them in an omelet. It's a scrambled egg. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still a scrambled egg. Oh, yeah, but it's got like cheese and and produce on it and stuff like that. And you're like, okay. So what if I scrambled eggs and threw the meat and, and all that stuff, the vegetables in it? Then it's a Denver, a Denver scramble <laughs> or a Denver omelet. Right. It's the same shit. Yeah. And then, and I mean, I could see the difference when somebody wants their yolk cooked. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like ordering a steak, you know? I don't know. You can take uh, like a fried egg and it doesn't go as well with ketchup as if you scramble it. I don't know why. Oh, it's the same with the uh, um, boiled egg. Yeah, for sure. When you eat a boiled egg and you're like, God damn. Easter comes around, you're, we got like a handfuls and gobs of Easter eggs and you're opening them up and you're like, cold. Ketchup on an egg, it's not going to go. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh. Cold egg? I could probably put some mustard on it. I'm with you. It's You wouldn't eat mustard on hot egg, but you would eat mustard on uh, cold egg. But... What do you, how do you Devil feel about egg. ketchup on a, a brat? I mean, it's... I, Is that Americanized or... I, that's... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I, I know it's very childish to some people, but... Just ketchup on a brat. Yeah, but you, I do the ketchup right, and the mustard well, and all that. Have you ever heard of uh, omurice? No. It's a type of omelet that they make in Japan. Oh, wow. That looks horrible. Oh, I mean, it's just it's just an omelet on rice. Okay. So, and that's just ketchup on top. Okay. So, it, with how they make it, though, it's, like, a little bit raw in yeah. between. So, United States, we haven't bred out salmonella 100% out of eggs uh-huh. because we have so many eggs. But Japan, they got really particular on what type of eggs they have. So, every egg that's in Japan does not have salmonella in it. So, they're fine with eating raw eggs constantly. So, that is an omelet. The inside of it's, like, um, raw. And they cut over um, some rice, and it just, like, unfolds and, like, bleeds all oh. over your plate it's actually really good I, I make it sometimes at the house i like go south of the border when it comes if we're gonna get like authentic kind of different from the uh you know americanized food i like uh huevos rancheros yeah, yeah some good latino a, food yeah some beans and, oh man i forgot we went to costa rica everything's beans and rice man your eggs are beans and rice that's all I ate at my mother-in-law's house. That's all she would cook. That's all she knew how to cook. Beans and rice. <laughs> Beans or rice once or twice is nice. <laughs> Old uh, commercial from the 80s. Oh, nice. Yeah. It came on Saturday mornings. Yeah. I don't know. Food's, food's a funny thing, you know? What you're like charged for and what you're not. But the where, what I'm getting to is that Antica Forma is actually on the... Utah Road Tour, it actually placed to where they're going to stop and put it on KSL TV. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Vernal for yeah, that. You for know, sure. I mean, that's pretty cool that we're actually getting on the map because we used to be like, where's uh, Roosevelt? Is that a place there? Delta? <laughs> so, Vernal's starting to get on the map, but we aren't. You know, I mean, yeah, for um, sure. Which is fine. Maybe, maybe, uh, we could keep the cost of living up so high here that it'll be unreal. Yeah, no joke. I got a guy that just moved in from Riverton, Utah. Or Riverton, Utah. Riverton, Wyoming. Oh, okay. And uh, he's trying to find a house here. I need, man. I'll tell you what. Roosevelt's very expensive to live in, and I did not realize. Yeah, if he was here 10 years ago, it'd be a hundred to $200,000 cheaper. Yeah. It's ridiculous how much it's gotten. Um, my house is over a hundred thousand dollars more than what we paid for it. Just when the equity it's built. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what mine would even range at. And then the thing is, is it's not for sale. Yeah. It's not for sale. That's the way everything is. So gentrification, um, people from Provo, people from California. Yes. I had that California person call me and ask me if I would take, it was like $350,000 in cash. Uh, I was like, I just hung up the phone on him. And then I was telling everyone, he's like, oh, why didn't you take that? I was like, yeah, where am I going to live afterwards? You know? No, there's no place to buy. I'll live with my mom and dad until the housing market crashes because I doubt it's going to crash. You know? I think we're just going to keep going up from here. Yeah, but like the houses, the same houses 
Invernal are a hundred thousand dollars cheaper. Why? I don't understand it. Who wants to live in Roosevelt? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everyone that's listening from the uh, Salt Lake Valley, or even if you're from California or from yeah. anyone else, um, w- it gets negative forty here. The summers are 110 <laughs> degrees. The wind blows 80 miles per hour. Um, we have the mosquitoes. Fishing sucks. Yeah, fishing sucks. The DWR doesn't take care of that. <laughs> we got mosquitoes the size of bullfrogs. You don't want to come out. Here. Don't live here either. No. Move back. Go go to Idaho. We don't want you there. We yeah. don't want you here. <laughs> Please head to Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're full of motley people. We like our weather rough and our people rougher. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, kids are learning cursive again. Utah Board of Education seeks feedback for updating core standards. So I read this. How do you feel about it first? I think that learning at the, the time that I learned cursive, they could have probably thrown in a, a Spanish on us at the okay. same time. So that's what I thought. I, I'm not against learning cursive. Should it be a class? No, I think with the time that we spent learning cursive, the hours spent, the days spent, the months spent teaching kids how to write cursive, the cursive essays that we had to do and all of that was complete bullshit. We could have learned another skill that was more applicable because guess what? When I write in cursive, people from Span, you know, like Mexico, Spain can't read that. Yeah. It's it's only applicable to people who speak the language. And then at that point, cursive has changed so drastically over the years. Yeah. You cannot read someone's handwriting from the 1940s no. versus 2023 no, and cursive. Same. And same. So that's why I went back to print manuscript. But uh, honestly, I can still read it. But sometimes when I somebody writes a novel and read, leaves me a note like at work, yeah. and cursive is like, you serious? This guy wrote cursive. And they, they're proud of their... They're yeah. writing. Don't get me wrong. Cursive is penmanship, and penmanship is important. But guess what's not an important? But there's people that can't print, and they're writing in cursive, and you're going, <laughs> I can't even read any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not the head in very many subjects throughout the world, right? Like, let's get ahead, America, and stop teaching our kids cursive. If you want to teach them cursive, Jay, so we're, teach we're them how to sign their name, because that's important. Is it a United States thing, or is it something that came from... England. I don't know. I've seen this thing that's uh, Russian cursive. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, let me show you a picture really quick. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I I quit writing in it. Um, I do my F's still in it when I sign my name. No, actually, I, when I sign it, I sign it in cursive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think your handwriting's bad, huh? <laughs> I, I don't think it's bad. It's just like there's nothing really to define between character to character. It yeah. just looks like you know, the letter L over and over and over again when you're writing cursive in Russian. And they have like... It's like welding. No it's spaces, just, no periods. It's just all one giant chain of L's. Just one large weave beat. Yeah, this guy's like... I mean, I'm really proud of how I signed my name. And I'm sure you are too. It looks nice. It's a handle. It's a title. You can throw it up on the wall and be like, man, look at that. That's my signature right there. I signed that. You know, well, I, I get to work on like a safety meeting. Uh, I'll sign in and they'll be like, good God, what do you think you are, a doctor or something? I was like, I've always done this. But I also had a grandfather that come and, and slap your pen in your hand while you're writing and saying, you know what, you're holding it too tight. Which, this is a, coming from a guy that had arthritis in his hands really bad. Yeah. And he's like, you don't need to grip that. You do that. And do you remember getting writing cramp? taking notes when they had to teach us to take notes and the teacher's going to, okay, this is the micro machine minis over here about 25 and you're like, slow down. And you're like, no, no, you guys are all taking notes, right? You know, and they're going hundred miles an hour and you're like, Oh my, I can't keep up with you. Cursive is nice when you have to read your own notes. Cursive is not nice when someone else has to read your own notes (laughs) and notes should be for yourself anyways. But yeah, if you got to sign a receipt, you got to sign some paperwork, you're signing on a new house, put your Jan, uh, John, John Hancock on John there. Hancock. Yeah, that, that shit's important. You can look back on that. Someone else can look at me like, damn, that has a nice signature. You know? Yeah. You know, baseball players have a nice signature. Why? Because they're signing baseballs for their fans, and their fans can go put that up on their wall with the rest of everything they have. Yeah. And you can always look at me like, damn, that's a nice signature. Well, you got to be consecutive because all at once somebody will like get an appraisal and they're like, is this a real thing? You'll, you'll see it on Pawn Stars or something like that. Is this a real signature? Let's get the let's get the expert in here. The the Right. Yeah. And he comes down and he's like, oh, yeah, he's got the swoop. And if you look at this one, it swoops over here too. Yeah. And have, you so, got, have you gotten made fun of your signature? 
uh, a time or two, but yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, they're like, wow, why did you put so much effort into that? Cause I, I do uh, like a really fancy J for Josh, like what Jen Hancock would do. I do yeah. like the lines in it. Like John Hancock would uh-huh. I put my own signature at the end of it. My C for Cole comes into like Coca-Cola. So the whole yeah. thing looks like Coca-Cola. I was like, I'm super proud of that. You know, huh. you gotta be, um, that's what I don't understand is, I mean, um, we do spreadsheets at work and, and I mean, we have them on computer, but we also write on spreadsheets and the spreadsheets, you'd be surprised how many people are not legible. And then you'll get somebody that's proudful and you can look at it or it's the guy that writes so teeny. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I actually got a funny story about handwriting in general and yeah, that just happened last weekend. So. Um, we had to go to uh, UVU ICM Hospital in Provo. Provo. And uh, we were there for my wife. We got everything figured out. But um, while we were there, they were asking for her uh, medical information, what medication she was taking, um, how long she's been, you know, epileptic and stuff like that. And I actually had a list of everything I written down, and I gave it to her. And she's like, you have really nice handwriting that I can read. I was like, thank you. I actually worked really hard on that piece of paper. <laughs> it took me 10 <laughs> minutes to just write two sentences. So, I mean, make sure that your handwriting is eligible and other people can, can read it. Because sometimes you have to hand it to someone who's important in your life. And it's like, okay, cool. And then they're like, what does this say right here? I can't read your handwriting. So, yeah, make sure that shit's eligible. Yeah. I'm not in that much of a hurry. I, I'm, I'd rather, I mean, you're getting paid for that when you're at work. Yeah. You know, I've known people that got docked on their handwriting. Yeah. I don't have to do anything with pens at work. I work in an office, so I have a PC in front of me 24 seven. Uh, we do both. So I, I got computer work and I also have stuff that we signed. Mm. So sounds fair. Okay. I'm going to read the name of a showbiz personality. And I want you to tell me if that person is a porn star or a weatherman. All okay. Right. Dan Zaro. Uh, that's going to be a weatherman. Okay. He is a weatherman in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Brian Goddard. Porn star. Eh. Oh, really? Yeah. It's weather. Man in Milwaukee. Okay. All right. Kyle Mason. Porn star. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Marcus Dupree. Um, Weatherman? Porn star. Porn star. <laughs> Brad Newman. That's got to be news related, right? I, I would hope. That's a porn star. Damn it. <laughs> oh, let's see if I can transfer this up to uh, the old TV, and we'll play another little game to get going on here. Your son is so sweet and innocent. Who would have known? Yeah. I wonder if this will turn on, like, the stereo immediately, and I'll have to push mute. Or it starts playing the music out of your fire I TV. I think I got it set to where it's not doing it anymore, but uh, I wanted you to be able to play long. It's growing. It's going. Have any uh, fun stuff planned for the summer? I think I'm going to go fishing on days off here with Grandpa again. Next weekend? Yep. I'll have to go with you guys since I got some shit straightened out. Yeah. Okay. So now, all right. Show. Let's mirror this sucker. Great podcasting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't too worried about it. I want to do some backpacking this year, but I might have to keep it a little bit lower than Bali level. If the mosquitoes are bad, count me out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I tried not to make that my ruling factor, but I got to get out more. Like I've been so cramped up in an office lately. Uh huh. Just camping and stuff like that in general sounds like fun. I don't even know if we could hook to the Wi-Fi. We might have to just do this analog. All right. So enough. fair enough. I don't know. It's been a day or two since we've connected to everything. And all right. Pick from that list what we're going to go. We're going to play like a Mad Lib game. Oh, let's see. Be Kind, Letter from Camp, Romeo and Juliet, Prologue, Old MacDonald, Personal Ad, Rush Hour 3, Love Letter 4. I think we're going to do Personal Ad. I think so, too. Like the old lady that's in like uh-huh. the, the nickel ads. Uh-huh. Like, 
Okay. Selling my T-Bird from 1984. <laughs> um, adjective. Um, black. Oh, man. Verb ending in ED. And verb, man, it's been a day or two. Verb is uh, an action word, right? Yeah. Ending in ED. So, jacked. Right? Okay. Yeah, so like when you jack up a vehicle, right? Yeah. Okay. Or you get jacked up. <laughs> noun. That has to be plural. Oh, a plural noun. Hymns. <laughs> Him. <laughs> Hymns. <laughs> oh. Like church hymns, right? No, like him. Oh, like hymns and hers? Hymns, plural. Yeah, him, hers. It was plural. Hymns? How is that plural? I said him. Him or hers is plural. Am I right? I or think not? it means more than one. So like him, you're like... Oh, them. Her. Yeah, them would be plural. Yeah. Uh, a liquid. Me- methanol? Okay, yeah, you no, go just with kidding. it. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, squirt. <laughs> uh, another plural noun. Person, place, or thing. Person, place, or thing is a noun, yeah. not a plural noun. No, like it needs to be plural, so like bikes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, mountains. Mountains. And if you're from the basic mountain. A famous person. Um, Lucille Ball. Mm, you're gonna have to bear with me on the L I C L I C. I thought it'd be L U C L U C. Yeah, yeah. L U C I L E Ball. Yeah, that's first thing that came to my mind was <laughs> I love Lucy. I don't know why. Place, place. Uh, Al- Aldemont. Al. <laughs> Occupation. Uh, proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of doctor is that? Uh, he examines your prostate. Oh, really? And your butthole, right, I not, think. I'm not that old. Yeah. Uh, noun. Um, truck. Uh, nationality. Um, I was going to say black. We already used that one. White, um, white nationality. <laughs> uh, Mexican. Uh, female celebrity. Uh, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. I actually know how to spell that one. Noun. Um, cat. All right. So this next one you got to choose carefully. Female friend. Um, uh, yeah, a female friend. Um, which is put Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. <laughs> Noun, Donnie plural. Duck. Um, duck. Ducks? Ducks. Ducks. Uh, number. Four. And an adjective. Um, Harry. All right, let's go mad. All right, I'm going to read this out. Okay. I enjoy long black walks on the beach, getting jacked in the rain. <laughs> serendipitous encounters with them. Who's them? <laughs> Must be they, them. You're getting jacked in the rain with them. With Ooh. them. Them, it's a it, multiple. With, with black walks on the beach. I can only assume. This is this is some, uh, yeah. <laughs> you went to the, you in the basement? Oh, I really like pina coladas mixed with squirt. <laughs> and romantic candlelit mountains. <laughs> nice. Nice. I am well read from Dr. Seuss to Lucille Ball. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. I travel frequently, especially to Altamont. <laughs> <laughs> We're big. We're big travelers there. Do you ever get God's the uh, country. Google uh, tells you where you've been in the month? Yeah, I hate those because it's like, hey, you didn't do jack shit this month. You drove to Vernal. <laughs> and it's like, had to. That's where you get your groceries. <laughs> when I'm not busy with work or you drive to, you take long, you take frequent traveling to Altima, especially when you're not busy with work. 
I am a proctologist. I am looking for truck and beauty in form of a Mexican goddess. <laughs> BMW. <laughs> <laughs> she should have the physique of Celine Dion. I actually don't know what Celine Dion looks like. She, I have to she's look that up. pretty, pretty uh, uh, small. Okay, yeah. I, I assume. Yeah. She should have the physique of Celine Dion, clean and wash my ducks. Okay. Wow, they really put the things together on yeah. that. Yeah. I know I'm not very attractive in my picture, but it was taken four days ago. <laughs> and I have <laughs> since become more hairy. <laughs> well, that, yeah, it does happen. You know, we have to shave a couple days, times a week. Yeah. Should we do another one and I'll, I'll ask the questions this Yeah, time? sure. We can do that. All right. All right. All right. Let's go back here. So. Where'd you get these? These uh, polar seltzers. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh. Alrighty, I'll have to ask mom. Okay, yeah. Uh, be kind. Letter from camp. Romeo and Juliet. Old MacDonald. Rush Hour 3. Love Letter 4. War. Runaway Bride Proposal. Part of your world. The Little Mermaid, I guess. Sick Note. Can I have your daughter's oh, hand? Oh, Sick Note. Okay. My Dream Man. <laughs> We could do that one too. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Dee, 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 dee. A silly word. Oh shit! Here we go. A silly word. Yep. Poop. Poop. Mariah does not like the when people say poop. Why? She says that's the grossest thing in the world. Last name. Cole. Well, I didn't ask for your last name. I, I just illness. Um, that'd make it easy for me to spell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's got a few of them. Um, I don't know what's a um Alzheimer's. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, not it's not an easy one, but I feel like it's gonna work. You know, I mean, it's our right. sick note. We gotta have Alzheimer's. Forgot okay. to come in today. It wants me to correct it. It's A L Z H yeah. H. There we go. E-I. I got it. Cool. Okay. Noun. Plural. Um, pants. All right. Adjective. Mm, gross. Gross. Another adjective. Hot. Okay. A silly word. Um, <laughs> member. <laughs> A place. Um, basement. Basement. A number. Uh, Three. And an adjective. Silly. Silly is the adjective. All right. Let's get mad. Or go mad. All right. Here we go. I'm going to have to turn this sideways. I don't have my glasses on. Okay. Dear school nurse. Poop, Cole, will not be attending school today. Okay. He, she, has come down with a case of Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Okay. And has horrible, horrible pants and a gross fever. We have made an appointment with the hot doctor member <laughs> <laughs> who studied for many years in the basement. <laughs> and has three degrees in pediatrics. He will send you all the information needed. Thank you. Sincerely, Mr. Silly. Okay. I thought that was going to be like Where a are, sick... These are dumb, Yeah, dude. I thought this was going to be a sick note let's for like an adult, like when your doctor has to write you a sick note to go back to work. Let's do one more, and we'll do... Uh, um, my dream man. Okay. <laughs> Hot and steamy words. 
Oh, this is the long one. We're going to have a few of them to do. Okay. Perfect. And, oh, man, it blinked on me. Adjective. Um, sweaty. Sweaty. Adjective. Um, muscular? Is that an adjective? Something yeah, that it's describes describing. Muscular. They're very muscular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrity. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Trying to keep it steamy. Okay, another celebrity. Um, that's a good one. Um, I was gonna say Jake Gyllenhaal, but I don't think you want to spell that. It's got a crazy last name. Well, we could put it in Jake Gyllen Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Did your autocorrect pick it up? Uh, no. Yeah, fair enough. Animal. Um, bear. Bear. Verb. Uh, thrust. Digging myself a hole here. Thrust. A noun. Um, bedroom. Another noun. Uh. A thong. Put a thong in there. Put a thong. A thong on there. All right. Uh, part of the body. <laughs> Abs. Abs. I was going for the taint. Oh, the taint. Yeah, that works too. We'll get to the taint. <laughs> now we put your abs. An adverb. Um, shit, what's an adverb again? Okay, a, What's an adverb? Is it a describing verb? I, th- I think. Okay, Google. Alexa, what's an adverb? Adverb is a noun meaning any member of a class of words that function as modifiers of verbs or clauses, and in some languages, as Latin and English, Did that as modifiers make of sense to you? other adverbs, or adverbial phrases, as very and very nice, much and much more impressive, and tomorrow and she'll write to you tomorrow. They relate to what they modify by indicating place. I promise to be there, time, do your homework now, manner. Accidentally dropped the glass when the bell rang. Degree. I'm very happy to see you. Because I draw, although badly. Holy shit. Thank you. So how'd you do in English in high school? I didn't do very well. I did very well, but it's been 30 years. <laughs> Adjective, or uh, um, an adverb is supposed to be an, an enhanced verb, isn't it? I don't know. All right. She didn't give me shit, man. Thanks, Alexa. Adverb. Examples. Uh, wow, we suck at this. You what think? is an example of an ad? Um, right, you can push the button here. Put loudly. I thought loudly. That, I thought loudly would have been like a adjective. Yeah, but I think you can go right here and you can just push this button and it gives you a random word. Monotonously annoyed, annoyedly. This help us out. Relivingly, do you know any twitchily, <laughs> disagreeingly, clingsy, primitively? I understand that one. Okay, let's just go with that one then. Flipsy, tipsily, swingly, okay, calmly, incorrectly. Wait, would strongly be one? Yeah. All right, let's do go strongly. <sighs> That's such a weird word, man. People are listening. It's like they're such dumbasses. Strongly, we oh, yeah, are from the basin. Adjective, describing word. Um, <laughs> um, moist. All right, and then we're gonna go with another adverb. Do you want me to just fill it in? Holy shit! Um, I I could probably come up with one. Some of the examples you given me. Um, Slenderly, abrasively, un. Complimently, gardenly, humiliatedly. So basically, just put a Lee on the end of it. We're all right, right? Um, Breathlessly. Yeah. Okay. Breathlessly. An adjective. Uh, Chet, now I'm stuck on adverbs. Yeah, but adjectives are describing. I know that. I'm I'm trying to. I do know that one. Um, 
just put sexy in there, I guess. Okay, that, that's a very good one. I mean, we're describing. So we're going to do another adjective. Adjective. Um, you pick one. Um, dirty. Oh, dirty. All right, part of the body. Um, but, but, an adjective. Sweaty. Yeah, I think we already picked sweaty. Did we? I thought you put strongly. No, that was an adverb. Okay. So an adjective. <laughs> would be strong, wouldn't it? Yeah, you can put strong. All right. Handsome. A noun. Um, hair. Wait, I don't want to make it a part of the body, so it's going to be like, person, place, thing. Um... Shirt. Shirt. Another noun. Um, deodorant. Deodorant. Okay. And person in the room that is a male. <laughs> We're narrowed down to Quinn. two. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Frederico. Okay. Let's go get mad. Hey, oh, there it is. It's clear to the top. It scrolled to the bottom immediately. Okay. My dream man, ad lib. My dream man should first of all be very sweaty and muscular. He should have a physique like Brad Pitt, a a profile like Jake Gyllenhaal. And the intelligence of a bear. He must be polite and must always remember to thrust my bedroom. <laughs> to tip his thong. <laughs> take my abs when crossing the street. He should move strongly. Have a moist voice. And <laughs> should always dress breathlessly. I would also like him to be a sexy dancer. And when we are alone, he should whisper dirty nothings into my butt <laughs> and hold my strong shirt. I know and deodorant a deodorant is hard to find. In fact, the only one I can think of is Quinn. Mm. Or Patrick's a deodorant. Amazing. A deodorant is hard to find. And the only thing I can think of is Quinn. Weird. <laughs> Oh, well, it was worth a shot on that one, huh? Yeah. We started a new segment of myths and conspiracies. Okay. Every week we can each discuss a short one, like some people believe in the American military installation of Area 51 and researching and experience on aliens and other spacecraft. How do you feel about Area 51? Um, Do you remember the raid that happened? Yeah. It was dumb. That was way dumb. One guy got like arrested and then nobody else tried. Like, come on, America. We're we're better than this. Well, the famous Area 51 in Nevada Desert is a military installation at the Nellis Military Operation Area. But the base quickly became known as the most secretive military site in the world because it does not exist on any map or government website leading many to craft conspiracy theories. You can kind of view it from Google can Maps. You? you can't zoom in all the way, obviously. Do you know there's places like here that the tribe blocks out too? I think they offer Google an image like, hey, you can put this up because this is what uh-huh. the base looks like, but legally you're not allowed to do it. They have some kind of jurisdiction for it. What they're keeping there, sure, very secretive. Is it alien? I I don't know. It'd be cool to think of that. But do you believe in aliens? Yeah, I do. Um, but... I don't know if we're amongst them. I don't know. I mean, the world. So the the, the universe is too big yeah. to rule out anything. If, like a mosquito on a different planet or so something. You know. If there is aliens, do you think they're more advanced than we are? It just depends. Our civilizations have changed so much. Okay, so the entire known universe is exactly the same age. Everything started from the Big Bang, and we're able to see that from a telescope 
because when you see things from a telescope, it actually happened way in the past. So we're seeing so far out currently that we actually experience things very shortly after the Big Bang happened. So we actually know when the universe started and how close it was together and how far we've spread out since. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, there's a very good possibility that there is aliens out there, but it's also just as you know likely that they're as advanced as we are currently. So Skinwalker Ranch, ghost or alien? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, the other cool thing, do, do you believe in monsters? Like, do you believe in, like, the supernatural that lives here on Earth? Bigfoot? Sure. Bigfoot, nah. uh, Wendigo. Nah, but that could Mothman? tie back into even aliens. They're like, well, we teleported here and said hello, yeah. and then we're out of here, you know? Uh, picked I, mean, us, I had to go shopping, so I picked me up a cow, and I'm out. How boring are you as a person if you can't believe in that stuff? No, you got to have that. that no. That's why I bring up the conspiracy theories, but I want them to be fun. Be realistic. Don't be one of those people you see on the Discovery Channel or the History yeah. Channel that's like all the way out there and crazy and stuff like that. Like have some sensibility. You know, try to find what the actual answer is. Don't always assume that it's Bigfoot, you know, that stepped there. Maybe your foot slid and it made a weird footprint, you know? Exactly. Because I got some really cool photos that look like, you know, Bigfoot footprints or like bigfoot standing in the trees it's always been a tree or some snow falling off yeah a but they got they got footprints of people on the moon and then people will also say you know what did it happen I, did it happen in area 51 um i don't know is like, that what we're covering you should up? always question things and then always try to like come up with creative ways and i think creative is what makes us human like oh wow you know how cool it would be if there was bigfoot roaming around you know it's like little secret community i don't want to deal with them we, we get out in the back country i wouldn't want to deal with them and you know i've never ran into anything like that yeah yeah see and my mother-in-law's scared of bears so so uh <laughs> i spend a night in a cabin with grandma and grandpa okay and they talk all night in their sleep and and they're not sleeping they're talking uh-huh and then you wake up i mean because i'm i'm sitting there Going, okay, you guys going to talk? I'm in the same room with you and everything. All right. But they're old. You know, I mean, they, they do things like that. And they don't have to work the next morning. They don't have schedules like we do. Yeah. But I hear, did you see? Somebody took a picture. Somebody walked in the door and took a picture of us. I rolled my eyes and back of my head. I was like, oh, let's deal with this in the morning. They wake up and they're like, did you realize that somebody took a picture? There's a camera in here somewhere, and they took a picture of us in the middle of the night. And I was like, who wants to take a picture of two elderly people and a middle-aged guy? Yeah, I mean. So I open up my pervert. phone. I open up my phone the next morning, and I got an email. Uh-huh. I got an email exactly at 2 o'clock. Well, when my email goes off, my iPhone flashes. Oh, <laughs> So they're, but, so they're just but, up in the night. It's like it was either an alien or somebody snuck in our room and took pictures. And I was like, when do you get to that age where you're like, I don't care anymore, but I'm going to make a cool story out of this? I don't know. <laughs> so you've been in some very desolate areas, and I've been in some very desolate yeah. areas. We've we've traversed through the desert. You know, we've traversed through the, you know, thick of the mountains and whatnot. Yeah. What is the scariest thing that you've come across? What is the most craziest thing i guess oh i've walked into um coyotes that started coming towards me okay um and i had a rifle Uh uh-huh but i didn't want to screw up what was around the corner it was in a block canyon okay and so they're barking at me and i was like i'm getting surrounded by coyotes but before you know it you just raise your hand in the air and they take off you know i mean you you just gotta be bigger than them you know i'm wasn't afraid but it was it was that eerie always coming towards me you know he's charging and i don't know if you've been around like bull like cattle bullvine yeah. they do that they'll start coming towards you and you have to turn around and rear up and act bigger than them but they're like a two thousand pound animal that's yeah. coming towards you animals test their boundaries all the time that's been some of the scariest but uh like being down a nine mile and around the fremont stuff the hills have eyes. You can feel them like looking at you. And yeah. That's the only one that has really put, made me feel weird. I mean, yeah, but that's on you. Like, yeah. have you actually ever seen anything? No. And it's just like, is it is it w- just us playing games with ourselves the entire time? Because I feel the same way. We go to Nine Mile. We get into some like really thick marshy places, and I don't really like it either. It's like, oh, wow, 
I feel like something's going to come up and grab me. You know, like I always had that thought. And uh. I think it's just one, either it's like humans just being like, hey, you know, this is kind of like a dangerous spot if you really think about it. Or two, it's just like your mind just playing games on you. Scariest thing I've ever run into, baby moose. Because you always know what's with the baby moose, you know? I'm going to say Uncle Jed. Uncle Jed's the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> really? So I'd be like five, six years old, would go out and see Grandma and Grandpa. He'd be asleep in the basement, partied all night, sleep all day. It'd be four in the afternoon, he's out cold still. Mm-hmm. And I'd get down there and open up his eyelids, and he'd, I would look at me and everything, and then he'd shut and everything. Come on, Uncle Jed, let's play. Let's play, mm-hmm. you know? Nothing. Nothing. Finally get bored. And they're down in the basement. And the set of stairs is only half a wall. And then it's open. Yeah. Coming down. I remember that. So I would start walking upstairs. And he'd snuck around the corner. And he'd grab you when you'd go up the stairs. And it was dark down there, you know what I mean? And he'd, and he'd pull you back down the stairs. And I, I mean, it scared the shit out of you, you know, but... Um, I had some things when probably 12, 14 years old, you know, that happened to me, you know, Fair. doors that have opened, thunder, lightning kind of shit and scared me. But I think you put your mind to it and it, it, it scares you yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think you make up a lot of the stuff that happens to you. Yeah. But. So. I actually lied. Scariest one. Scary. I wouldn't say it's scary. It was one of the most unreal experiences i've ever been in we were in nine mile canyon and you were on the other side of the mountain for me we oh, were yeah. deer hunting yeah. and i ran into those three cougars that were all together yeah they, which weren't, is, they weren't the ones from Mighton. no oh, not, okay. not the single ones they were they were all shacked <laughs> up with each other at least on this one uh, mountain lions uh-huh but that was that was an unreal experience because most people in their lives never see you know a mountain lion especially in the wild let alone three at the same time yeah. They, those had to be in cubs. They're probably cubs ready to get kicked out by the mom, but they were all together, and that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that's a pretty mean canyon down there. That is unforgiving um, in the physical sense. Like, you make a wrong turn. That's you, why my knees hurt. Yeah, you slip a little bit, and you're, <laughs> you're going down 400 feet of cliff, you know. But Yeah. <laughs> oh. Definitely fun. Humbles you. So do you have any conspiracies? Um, None? I'm trying to think. I have some really... Think of them for the next time. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, send me with that next time and I'll make yeah. sure to come. It, it's something. Home. That's why I was bringing up the <laughs> Area 51. I mean, Area 51 is a pretty cool concept. You know, I mean, they might test... You know, oh, hey, I got a good conspiracy for you. I just aircraft. Um, the uh, Lost Roads Mine. Oh, yeah, I it was that's totally conspiracy, right? Like, do you believe in it or not? Like, is it here? Well, that's where I was getting out. The tribe's got things blocked out, yeah. So, but the tribe has other things blocked out that we definitely know, yeah, that's not anything there. So, I don't know, you know, I mean, um, I don't know if there's a cache left anymore, but uh, um. I do know that some of the pawn shops ever occasionally get those finger bars that come in, and some people are trying to pawn them, and you're like, wow. Can you date gold, though? Because who's to say that they just didn't do that themselves? Well, I'm pretty sure they could. I mean, they date rocks. They date carbon date all kinds of fossils, yeah. everything. So why couldn't you carbon date Actually, gold? I can tell you. So you'd be able to um, look at the gold at that time? And then see how pure the gold is. And where we have more pure gold today, they would probably didn't at that time. And then you'd be able to like, oh, yeah, this is like definitely the variety. You'd probably have to have some kind of historian or archaeologist well, to be able the to The Spaniards brought the gold here. It wasn't mined. Yeah, it was from the Mayans. Yeah, it was robbed from the Mayans and the Incas. Mm-hmm. And they brought them up here. They took over the civilizations. They were, they were as bad as Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. But that was in... What, 1500s? So it was before the United States was developed, but like really not that old as far as some other things here in the United States that I think are actually a lot older. Like the Fremont Native Americans that lived here, they're they're thousand years older than the Spaniards coming through. And that gold, they're even older yeah, than yeah, that but gold. The, like the Incas and the Mayas, though. 
How old is that? I, I would say it's BC. True, but the Spaniards are only interested in gold. Yeah. So they're bringing gold and stuff, maybe a few trinkets here and there that maybe are older, but like the mines themselves, I mean, like when you have something that's old, like it's it's cool and all, but like yeah. you're not going to give it away. Crazy. But they didn't give it away. They stole it. I get that. But um, yeah, like the gold they brought through is only from the 1500s, maybe even earlier than that. But like. I'd they just smelted it and did their things here, though. Yeah. I'd be more interested in the other stuff they brought, if they did, that predates that by a 1,000 years or 2,000 years before. Yeah, because when the Spaniards came over here, they had cannons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're looking maybe Columbus time, 1490s, yeah, 1500, like you said. Yeah. So they had things like that. I mean, the Iron Age had been through, and yeah. It's old. It's not that old. People here in the Uinta Basin have arrowheads that are, you know, older than that. They don't have arrowheads out here. You're not supposed to collect them. It's illegal. Right. <laughs> but, okay, Josh, where, where can we find you? Um, you can find me, I guess, on Facebook. I'll start sharing your content so we can get it out there. All right. Um, I have a few things. Um, we have a, a special guest coming up that I need to, um, we'll prep for that, and, and it'll be fun. Who's that? Um. Justin Simmons. Oh, he's going to come out here? His aunt. Oh. His aunt. Don't. Oh, Melinda Sherpley. Sherpley? Sherpley. She'll probably listen to this too. Okay, cool. So. Well, excited to meet her. It'll be a, a, a fun podcast. We'll, we'll figure it out. It'll probably be an audio podcast, something like that. You okay, know, but cool. Uh, cool we, we do have some things in the work. I still will be back. Um, We'll try to keep a weekly content, but sometimes this is the summer, and that's the reason why we kind of took some time off is because people are going 100 miles an hour right now with their families and everything, and I'm not going to take that away. This is a a nonprofit uh, podcast that we just put out for you guys' entertainment, and so we do have lives as our own. So, you know, I mean, bear with me. I apologize that we weren't here for a little while, and you can find Josh on Facebook and where else? just facebook as right now i All try right. not to do too much social media well, you can find him on the un basement we'll put him as an administration and he can just run the un basement so i get all of my notifications and your notifications how great uh yeah well i could take my name <laughs> no you're fine it's, it's all good okay well if you have any questions or comments or you just like to sit in on an episode of the un basement email us at the un basement at gmail.com or you can leave a you went to basement a message or ask a question we might be able to answer to give advice to. I think I still have this phone number. It's Hell Ask Fun, or it's 435-527-5386. Can they leave um, messages and voicemails on that anonymously? Yes. There you go. You can you, we we or we can call you out if you want to be on it. We'll just play it. It'll be fun. Yeah. That's a good way to get your uh, five seconds of fame, and we can have a good time with it. But uh, find us at You Into Basement Podcasts on the Meta or the Facebook, or You Into Basement, un- You Into Underscore Basement on the Gram, or on all major platforms where you get your favorite podcasts and TikTok too. Yeah, we do some TikToks. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, TikTok skits. You're really good at that. We should probably put some skits together and throw them out oh on tiktok it'd be a blast get some followers okay all Fair right enough. let's do it okay you can also find me the mighty quinn on another podcast called no trespassing it's an uncensored podcast and it features cody so be aware all right this is episode 135 i'm the mighty quinn yeah yeah, yeah. and josh dylan josh dylan do you want to be Josh or Dylan? You just call me Josh. I just call him Josh. With Josh. Okay. Episode 135. And we are out of here. See ya. Uh-oh. Oh, there we are. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Talk about...